Today is the second Sunday of Lent. How has your Lent been so far? Huh? Well, we are still at the beginning, actually, of Lent. Our first job during Lent is to think more often than usual about God. And this is exactly what the devil, the enemy of our souls, doesn't want us to do. Instead, he wants us to become obsessed with our problems, our self-centered ambitions, probably, the difficulties other people cause us, etc., etc. The devil knows that the less we think of God, the less we will trust God. And if we trust God less, we are more likely to walk away from him, to reject his commandments and inspirations. And that's what sin is, a walking away from God, a breakdown in our trust of God. And sin is what the devil uses to enslave us, to poison our hearts, to darken our minds. But in today's second reading, if you were listening, St. Paul foils the devil's plans. He gives us a shield against discouragement, frustration, and cynicism. Paul writes one of his most famous sentences. If God is for us, who can be against us? If God is for us, who can be against us? And then he points out that the whole message of the death and resurrection of Jesus is that God is without doubt, without any doubt, entirely for us. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, suffered and died on the cross, not because he had sinned, but because we had sinned. And he put himself into the power of the devil, giving himself as a ransom for us. This is how God, this is how much God loves us. And then by his resurrection, he proved that his love is more powerful than death. When we remember that God is on our side, that he is for us, all our problems and difficulties look entirely different. It becomes much easier to trust him and follow wherever he leads, avoiding the devil's traps. Do you know what makes it hard for us to trust God? It's called radical individualism, which is so ingrained in our culture. This individualism makes us think that we need to earn other people's love by our achievements and behavior. And if we fail to make the grade, which happens sooner or later, we resent the people we were trying to please. 
the emotional pattern sometimes, this emotional pattern sometimes gets transferred into a relationship with God. We think that he will reject us unless we perform up to a certain level. But this attitude undermines our ability to trust the Lord. God's love for us doesn't depend on our performance because it is pure, it is generous, and unconditional. A Christian's trust is based on God's goodness, not on our tiny achievements. St. Francis de Sales has a wonderful image that illustrates how we should trust in this God who has done so much to gain our trust. He tells us to think, to reflect, to think of little children who go on a walk with their dad. So with one hand, they hold fast to their father, and with the other hand, they pick flowers or things on the ground or play with a stick or throw stones in the pond. If we handle the affairs and problems of this world with one hand, we must always hold fast with the other to our Heavenly Father's hand. We should look up at him from time to time to see his loving face. We do this through prayer and the sacraments and through obeying his commandments. Above all, we should never let go of his hand by disobedience or neglect of our spiritual life. You know, it's foolish to think that with two hands we can pick more things, letting go of our Father's hand. We will only get lost or injured or kidnapped. You know, one of the areas where it's hard for us, for a lot of us, to trust God is money. If we have a lot of money, we can start thinking that we don't need God. If we are short of money, we can easily become obsessed with getting more, as if our happiness depended on it. But happiness, brothers and sisters, true happiness depends on the maturity of our relationship with God, not the size of our bank account. This is one reason why God sometimes allows us to experience financial difficulties to remind us that earth is not heaven and that the things of this world are passing and are undependable. Here are three ways money matters can help us learn to trust God more. First, we should practice the virtue of Christian poverty. Christian poverty. This means living with dignity and simple elegance, but not overindulging in superfluous or unnecessary purchases. 
Second, we should tithe. Tithing means giving a fixed percentage, usually 10% of our income, to support the works of the church, the works of charity. This is a practical way to obey Christ's words to set our hearts on the kingdom first. And all these other things will be given you as well, Jesus says. And all these other things will be given you as well. Tithing shows God we take him seriously and that we trust him as our father. Third, we should work hard to make a living and build up the society around us. But we should also pray hard especially in difficult times. St. Paul of the Cross says, and I quote, When you need something, take heart and cry out to the Lord, but remain in peace in the will of God without the least anxiety. Brothers and sisters, if God is for us, and he is, then nothing can stand against us. 